0: What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going going on with dance and stuff? stuff? That was a very good read. I don't know. Oh, it was very good. I was
1: listening hard to myself.
0: You really did. I'm going to do a little ASMR. I can't get it with one hand. There we go. Ah, just for the taste of it. Diet I wish they would have done it that way. That's a good one. <laughs> that could
1: have been commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It should have been that. What's another way they could do that jingle? I
1: don't care.
0: You start just for the... Please do okay. the game one more time with me. You start just for the taste of it, and okay. I'll do Diet Coke. But check yeah. whatever you want.
1: Ja! Yeah. Okay. okay. Just for the taste of it. Diet Coke! <laughs> that is a better jingle. That is better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could... I honestly feel like... We could do that, just that, for mm, how long do you think we can get away with it on stage?
1: Of making a new Diet Coke jingle. Uh-huh. But only I'm using thinking those two lines? Think
0: of shows we've seen where people maybe explore one or two phrases we of text for a relentless for amount of time. Seven minutes. You think we could do it for seven minutes, with maintaining people's interest, of course, alienating some, but. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Seven minutes. I'm thinking of how many shows I've seen where I feel like it goes on for 45.
1: But it probably was only seven. Mm, I don't know. Uh-huh.
0: I don't know. I think I've definitely seen things where no, I've seen one or two for you things. To see to make <sighs> a show. Speaking of text, so I've sent an email. I've been like, please, 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 because I was too late to oh. get a a BA a ticket. So I sent an email, and I am in email contact with many people. I should email You're Juliana. Get in. I just never like to write a choreographer about No, they're like, busy. Can you can you, right so I wrote re- I wrote everyone else I've been like I will pay full price this is not a comp ask I just want to see the show this is a $20 show you can do it I can do it um, if you could bring back one show that's happened in the past that you've seen and you would go get to see it on opening night let's say you get to bring back the show just for one night only and do you get to sit wherever you want in the audience you get to see the whole show again what show would it be
1: oh my god um gosh
0: just pick your first choice let's not think too hard about it
1: okay i would love to watch that um getting going from from dusk or like from dark to the morning piece that Anna Teresa de kiersmacher made oh so
0: no this is a show you've already seen a show yeah. you've seen, you've I seen have that. Seen oh, it. you saw that show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I remember that. I saw it. at Bam. Where people sang and the singers yes. danced and the dancers sang. Yes. I wish I would have seen that. Mine. So I picked my first impulse. Uh, as I thought about it, there were others, but I would see. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Brenda Peters and Gypsy.
1: Oh yeah. It was. That seems right for you. It was
0: so incredible. But then, when I f- interrogated a little more, I thought about Eva Van Hope's opening night, which was. Oh, so good. It was on his company, and he did a, a stage adaptation of my, one of my favorite films, which is It's opening night.
1: I uh, Can I add more?
0: Yeah, let's, okay, so let's add more. Okay. Let's do more shows we've seen that we wish we could see come again? back for one more time. Uh,
1: yeah. I'd like to watch the second movement of the Mark Morris Mozart dances piece. Did I see that? I don't think so. I'd also like to watch.
0: <laughs> the way you said "I don't think so" is exactly this relationship. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so.
1: There's a few Mark Morris things I'd love to see again.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, I would want to see. My
1: mind then all of a sudden went to Eva and Street and Desire. The first time I saw Sarah Murns do Second Movement Symphony in C with Charles Askegard. I'd love to see that again.
0: I would like to see the first time I saw Stravinsky Violin Concerto. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we started to shift into something a little more meta, which is our first experience of having watched these things mm-hmm. instead of bringing it back.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: I know what it is to go see it again.
1: But it can never be that again.
0: It can never be that again. It
1: never be that again. Sometimes things get better. Yeah. Sometimes you well, see something and you didn't love it.
0: Because you can do it. it absolutely. Mulholland Drive was that for me. Okay. I, well, I learned a lot on that one. I hated that movie when I saw it, but I think it's because I saw it at the quad. It's a, not at the old before they refurbished it. And I was like, I'm so bored. And then I watched it again. And I was like, I'd also hadn't been to LA in like a real way, like mm-hmm. a working in LA way.
1: And then you went and you got it.
0: And then I was in LA. I worked there. I did some stuff. And then I came back and I saw it on my home drive. And I was like, that is a documentary about LA. Oh. That's exact. I... But some things you love immediately and you love more as it goes on, or you're able to do a close read of it as it were. Yeah. I feel like the first time I saw Serenade, I cried and mm-hmm. I keep crying every time I see that. And I've seen mm-hmm. it live at least three times.
1: There are certain Robinson and Balanchine pieces Ugh. where like you see them for a long time and then one day you see them and it all makes sense to you.
0: What is that for you?
1: Well, Stravinsky Violin Concerto was one I'd seen for many years and always liked. And then right. one day I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Especially as it gears up towards the end and the men are doing like the Russian Cossack dance and the women are flicking their wrists with witch mm-hmm. hands. I, I mean. Also,
1: Libus Leader Waltzes was one where I like mm-hmm. saw it several times hmm. and I was like, okay. And then one day I saw it and I saw it. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I. Do. I really saw it. I was like, Whoa. I don't think I've had that without.
0: Oh. Um. to now, I'm. We've so we just did dance, some theater, some. I'm. Oh God, if I could see Karen Finley's "Shut Up and Love Me" again as how I saw it when I was 21, mm. that would really. That was pretty. That really shook me. Wow. That was a huge thing. I'd never no seen anything like is. it. Karen Finley
1: was. I a, know who she is. Okay. But I don't know. I don't I mean, know what that piece is.
0: Listeners, if you don't know who she is, Google her. Google the NEA4. You'll understand uh, arts funding in America um, and the lack of it. So she she did this piece called Shut Up and Love Me. You get there. I can I can pretty recall it. You sit at this kind of cabarese at a table. She comes out, puts her back to the audience, and starts doing, like, a sexy dance, basically, to some sort of sexy song. And then... Um, turns around and goes around and like takes her breasts out and puts them on people's head and is like Mickey ears, da 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 goes around mm-hmm. and then goes up the music cuts and she's like, well, so much for trying to help you get comfortable with me. I was trying to like recreate a connection here. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I got it immediately. I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, that's it. It's real good. She's, she's doing that. Well she's
1: real good. She's real well good. Well. Um, one time at, um, <laughs> dance, ba- dance dance. Yeah. Burr showed a duet with Maggie I called, saw like, Shimmering Islands or something Correct. to you are Robin right. music. You're with the jetes. That was a big moment also. Wow.
0: Burr. Get into that. Right. Get, get into it. Into- that.
1: that was, like, a moment where I was, like, dance can be euphoric and fun and, like, incredible in a way that, like, doesn't require a huge amount of time. I also feel at the end of that, I think it's the same
0: piece, the onion music played and they came yeah. out and they gave everyone little sticks, sticks that had been painted on gold. one side with gold. Exactly. And actually, I wrote about that piece when I wrote a letter Freck for Burr recently for a thing that I do not know if he got. Burr let me know. Um you mm-hmm. so need to have on the podcast. Oh, yes, yeah. He's about to do it? Kimberly's... I Tosic. hunger for
1: you at BAM. At BAM. Halloween. Halloween, Halloween. honey.
0: It's gonna be during Halloween. Are we doing anything for Halloween this know. year? I don't care. I am seeing my PT, who I saw today.
1: Uh, how are you doing, Rocky
0: Bornstein? She's so good. How's your foot? Um, it's better than I thought it was. Wow. Um, or I mean, I definitely have been. Afraid of it? She That's really no was surprised. No, not for you. Not for me at yeah. all. I saw this astrology thing today that was like gets a scratch, screams, "I'm bathed in blood." That was mm-hmm. one category. They just split them down the middle, and the other one was like um, has broken all their limbs and says it's no big deal or something mm-hmm. like that. And Sagittarius, which you are, was okay. in gets a stra- scratch, screams, "I'm bathed in blood," whereas Capricorn was mm-hmm. in the no big deal whatever mm. and I was like mm-mm cause I was thought about you and I thought about Stuart those are like my two main Saj and yeah. Caps and I was like Stuart's way more in- but
1: the thing about Stuart is that he doesn't get as scratched and be bathed in blood he like cuts off a hand do you know what I mean like mm. Stuart doesn't really cry wolf about injuries and diseases he actually something has happened, has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I was always like, you're such a hypochondriac. And then Stuart was like, but if you think about it, like. These
0: things have actually I'm happened. I'm a person
1: who's had literally everything.
0: Wow. I was like,
1: that's true. Because Stuart's like, I have a stomach ache, appendix bursts. Wow.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, whereas I'm like, I'm trying to think of something. Well, there's plenty. We don't need to say that Well, you broke your foot. I really did. I tore my calf and then I broke my foot. I did it. You tore both calves. I did. You did. I really did. Mm -hmm. So we went over things to do today, which was great. I love Rocky so much. I deeply... Dancers, younger dancers, older dancers, if you get injured, just do the PT even if you don't want to. It's so... I mean, I remember after my calf, she was like, so now that you finished your show at Nyla, like, there's things we should do. And I was like... I gotta keep going. <laughs> so, in that way, it kind of wasn't like I'm bathed in blood. I was really like, well, I survived it, so I'm just gonna keep going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It'll be fine. And mm-hmm. then you find out, no, it won't, unless you like. Are deal you still with doing,
1: it. you're just taking nibbles?
0: So, Legion and Other, I have taken myself off of my Lexapro. I have been on an This SS- is good to tell people. This is good to tell people. I have been on an SSRI for 30 Which years. is an SSRI? Mood stabilizer. It's a, yeah, serotonin something. It doesn't matter. Uptake. Something inhibitor. I can't remember what it all means right now. That's just crazy because I'm on it. Um, And that came up today in the session, and I cried, like, fully because it came up as to why I was put on it. Right. And I was like, did you see my show? (laughs) She was like, I saw your show. And... I was so I was put on an SSRI at the age of nine. I was bullied really terribly, uh, and I had a suicide attempt at that time. And so they were like, something's not right. They put me on Prozac, and then I was on that for a decade plus. And then I was like, this is not working. This is definitely not working. I'm sad. It was more than sad. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm,
1: uh-oh. And, then, <laughs> and, then, and, this,
0: and there was this event. I was also dating this guy who had proved to be, like, totally psychotic. And it scared me so badly that it sort of shook me back to this time of uh, a very scary childhood. And I met with a psychiatrist who switched me over to Lexapro and Loved Clonopin. <laughs> um, but my doctor was like, you can't be on that long term. And I was like, but I don't feel anything. It's amazing. Like, I mean, I don't have a feeling. I have zero feelings and that feels so good. Cause I have a too many, I have a too many I feelings. Have so many feelings. I have so many feelings. And so then I came off the Klonopin, but I was on Lexapro forever. I started to feel like, why am I on this? This is not doing anything. I am still depressed and anxious and whatever. And, uh, something didn't feel right. Like most things in my life, I did it intuitively. (laughs) And so I weaned myself off in the way that you are told to do, which is you take a quarter, you cut a quarter off and you do that every two weeks. So you really go long. And so you should be done in a month, but I did it even longer than that.
1: You take a quarter of a pill every two weeks?
0: No, you cut a quarter I it, I it, of the pill off in two weeks, cut another. So now you're at half. Right. Then you're at uh, a, a quarter. quarter. Okay. So what happened in that, I stayed with that for a long time. So then I go to the podiatrist, and this is info for everybody. Uh, he was like, how long have you been on Lexapro? And I was like, uh, I've been on some kind of SSRI for 30 years. And he was like, that could be how these are happening because those really fuck up your hormones. And I was like, well, I haven't, I haven't noticed anything. Um, <laughs> and, um, my gender can be described as the ocean, but mm-hmm. it's, I don't feel, you know, whatever. And he was like, it might be fucking your testosterone, which means you're getting these injuries that are mus- muscle and skeletal will could increase. And so I was like, well, I'm already coming off this. And he was like, good job, keep going. So I took the last quarter last week. And then three days after that, I had the most extreme vertigo, dizziness. I was, It was really real, too. I was like, I don't want what. I, like, took a, a bit a quarter of a pill off, and in an Delicious. hour it was gone. Yep. So uh, three days after that, same symptoms. Bit a quarter, stopped. So today I did also bite a quarter, because it had not yeah, been three days. I was about to leave to go see Rocky, and I was like, oh, man... I was like, I well, can't get down the, edge the stairs. Off, you know? Just just take the vertigo off. Um and so that's what I'm gonna do. Great. And then eventually it'll just be gone. I hope that you don't lose your mind. I know. I know. <laughs> but it, hasn't that always been your fear for me that I'll die by losing my mind and killing myself?
1: Well, no, I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid good. of you becoming unbearable. Ugh. Yeah. But you'll be the first to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> You will definitely be. You will shake me or hit me across the face, tell me I'm crazy, um, and be like, please start yeah. taking Lexapro. I don't You'll care be, if your skeleton crumbles yeah. into dust. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather push you in a wheelchair. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I do. Have you ever taken? You've never taken a mood anything. No. I've no. taken you know painkillers when I had all my surgeries. And you still have them. I do. Do not rob my house, listeners, because I have (laughs) narcotics.
0: (laughs) What do you mean? You that you want? That you want
1: to keep? Well, I want them, but I don't want people breaking in who are drug fiends. I I, well, who wants someone to break in at all? Nobody. I don't want anybody. I don't want. I watched that drug movie last night. Which one? Beautiful Boy. Beautiful Boy. Timothy Chalamet and Steve Carell. Je ne
0: sais pas. Oh, I saw this trailer that looked hideous.
1: It was bad. Yep, I knew it. Timothy Chalamet is a wonderful actor, and mm-hmm. I. And this movie's really garbage. Look, I have no beef
0: with Timothy. I thought he was fantastic in Call Me By My Statutory Rape. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he's great. He's, he's really, and he is lady a really boy,
1: and he's great. He's a beautiful mm. actor, and mm. Steve Carell was fine. It was but Steve like Crow. Steve Carell.
0: Did you call him Seacrow?
1: No, I called him Steve Crow. Wow,
0: I thought he had some new Seacrow. Yeah, Crow. another nibble. <laughs>
1: um, and then, uh, you know, the editing was hideous uh. and schlocky, and the music mm. was truly unbearable. Mm. Like, I almost screamed. Like, every time another subsequent song came on, I was like, I'm going to kill myself. Music can really tilt the scales. Who? It was some, sure, I'm sure, middle-aged man's, like, iPod playlist. It was horrible. What about when you cried listening to the soundtrack to, um leave Yeah. So good.
0: Isn't it? I mean, great? if
1: Thomas Newman had done the music for this movie, maybe would have shed a tear. I might have. You might have. I mean, Timothy Thomas Chalamet cried in every scene. I can do that. Every scene.
0: I could do that. I don't know, Jack. I definitely could. Okay. On a dime. It's- Steve Carell tried to shed a tear. He could not force one out. I do you think it was glycerin drops they were using when the tears came down his face? No, he
1: had none come down his face.
0: Did, but still with a face of crying?
1: Yeah, face and sounds. Oh, the that's mov- hard. He did the movements of crying, but no, no actual tears. No waters. Yeah. Moira Tierney was great. I like her. Oh yeah, I like her. She's good. Yeah, yeah, she's good. Her lip injections are a little distracting, as are Janine Garofalo, who I saw in a comedy special recently. What? And I was like, your face. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Um, what am I really looking forward to? Oh, I know what you can do on Halloween. We could go see Suspiria. Oh, right. That's a great Halloween. That's a good idea. I'm supposed and to then, be- And then- What? You're supposed oh, to- Oh, go be... ahead, go ahead. Wait, Queen, you did not go to China.
1: I'm supposed to be on my way to China right now. And yet- You're not I'm there. i not in the air.
0: Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Not up in the air, down on the ground. I'm
1: really not. I'm here in New yeah. York, yeah. not on my way. It's all right. It's totally fine. It's I right. was... I had a moment of, like... I got derailed for a little sure. bit about it. Just, well, you like, like
0: a structure and a plan and when those change.
1: Yeah. And it just, like, wasn't my fault. And I was like, this is annoying. And also, yeah. like, I wanted that money. But you know what? It's okay. Well...
0: Ladies and gentlemen, other, if you want to send us both a grand for my <laughs> cabs and we <read, laughs> yeah. not getting to uh, work, right? Uh, not do getting
1: it. to perform in China because I didn't have enough pages in my passport, which could have been resolved early on. And you did let them know, and they I were like. Have did. I'm sure it'll be fine. Whoops, sorry, bye. Yep. Had you signed anything? No. Ugh, really too no. bad, okay. then you could've get gotten paid. I would've had tremendous guilt about that anyways.
0: You would have, you really would have. Um, I missed an audition today. Wow. For a search party. It was Why? a really small role. It, um, it was set, my agent sent it to me. It went to some other folder in Gmail. Oh, and i saw it on my way to pt and i was like i cannot i won't be able to make that audition man can
1: they reschedule you
0: i was also like i really like the show so just put me in for something later let's see that has more
1: okay.
0: it was uh i don't know what i'm supposed to say about
1: it's okay parts. don't bother it
0: was literally it was just a day player part mm. like a real kind of like get on get off get out get out, get out. But I just, there was no way I could get to it. I'm so sorry. I know, I did feel upset.
1: That is upsetting. Mm hmm. Because it's a good show.
0: It is a good show. And I've got to act with John, who
1: I love. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I took Cunningham today. And, uh. Yep. I went to my studio, I got some stuff done. And here I am. And here you I are. I did Administrata in the morning. Um, and we
0: have to, and hopefully there's things that Jeremy has for us to help him with. He is really working. Thank you, The, the hardest worker. Um, and I I think that it's with this episode that you will be getting new photos. New fo- Wow. The new photos are coming up because we're going to the 70s. It's
1: time, time for the 70s. Ash
0: is our 70th episode.
1: Ash, 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 Ash. And then ash, 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 ash.
0: 30 episodes will be 100. That's in a while. And we will interview George Balanchine oh. with an Ouija board. And hopefully he will be alive. Um. But we can just have Jen come, and then she can pull it and push it. (laughs) I
1: pulled it. I pushed
0: it. I pulled it. I pushed it. Uh, All right. uh, I think I hear Jeremy coming in shortly. Oh,
1: I just thought the door moved, and I really thought Ouija Ouija. Maybe actually, because I really don't hear Jeremy. Well, it is October. Just the wind from all the way downstairs moved the doors all the way up here when someone comes in downstairs.
0: Mm Hmm.
1: Well, maybe it was.
0: Maybe it was. We'll find out soon enough. In the meantime, enjoy this interview with Ash. Hi, Hello. hi, Ash. Um, so here we are today with Ash Jurgen's. Jurgen's. Um, you
2: got it.
1: That sounds very Northern European. <laughs> yeah. It what is. is
2: your background? Um, so that last name is an ex partner's last name that I took on. But <laughs> where? here we are. Here we go. Right? Wow. Here we get right into Wait, it. Wait, the one I met.
0: Yes. The one. Yeah. I, yes. I, I like. I saw her for. You just stole, for her, a minute. Name. I I stole her, her name. Time. Well, because you guys nice were married. Thank
2: you very much. Yes. Oh, I knew that. Where's right. that at now? we supposedly the paperwork has been filed for divorce uh-huh. um, but we're still good friends and like totally get along is she it turns out we to in berlin, berlin? No. i mean
0: uh, brazil brazil yes <laughs> yeah She's i knew it was in, in sao South- South- paulo yeah. brazil yeah, which I, cause I remember talk, yeah. you talking about that, and I was like, oh, move! I loved Sao Paulo. I was there for ten days. Yeah, move! Everybody moved there.
2: Yeah. everybody moved to Brazil. I saw yeah. it. There was like a it's moment like where a I was there. like, oh yeah, I could live <laughs> partly in Brazil, and I kept like trying that on and telling people, and I was like, this literally is what I'll say about Sao Paulo.
0: <laughs> I've never seen more people of all gender sexuality, holding hands and making out everywhere. Anywhere in my life, it wow. made me realize what a stuck-up, frigid <laughs> place New York is. I was just like, "Wow, we're so snoozy." Anyhow, yeah. that's what I have to say about Sao Paulo. Yeah. It was really hot, and the like the violence against queers there is huge. It's like, <laughs> like, wow, the, the gay bashing there it is, is a really full intense. out of control thing. Wow, and yet, any park I went into, on benches just full making out, like, oh. and, and straight people, queer people, trans people, like, everybody. It was in- incredible. Um, I was a- on Yeah. Okay. Ready. So, but you didn't do it. I didn't do it. I did it. I don't, I don't, I mean, I've, when I've run into you and you've been like, I'm going through this stuff and I'll <laughs> like, be like, I'm older than you, this is all I have to offer, but, um. <laughs> you're like,
2: you're just growing up.
1: Was Jurgens a high school, college sweetheart person? No. So... Molly. Molly, yes, Molly yeah.
2: or gets. I don't know. Um we got married when I was 21 and she was 31. Okay. Yeah. All oh, right. I met her when I was a 19-year-old at St. Olaf College. And actually, it's kind of funny the way- St. Olaf. Way. Yes, I and went that's to St. Where Olaf. Betty White's
1: from, right?
2: Okay, this, this is, is also something way. that's deeply frustrating. Betty, when are you gonna do
1: your Betty
0: White show? <laughs> My Betty White I mean, show. that's what we're waiting for. Get that wig on and do your Betty White show. <laughs> confronting Betty White. Yeah, confronting Betty White. What's her
1: name on Golden Girls?
2: <laughs> Betty White. No. no. Rose. Rose, Rose.
1: Nyland. Yeah, she's from St. Olaf.
2: I never watched but that. But St. Olaf isn't actually a town. It's a school. It's a very expensive private liberal arts college oh, cool. that puts the majority of its students into steep debt. Are you in oh. debt? Yes. What
1: state is St. Olaf?
2: Parent Plus Loan. Somehow I'm responsible for paying for the Parent Plus Loan. That's for the so- Parent Plus Loan? Yeah. A Parent Plus Loan is a loan that parents mm-hmm. will take out on behalf of the student, and, like, the first paragraph of the Parent Plus loan says that it's to alleviate the financial burden of the student, and uh-huh. the student can never legally take over it, but I still... You pay it. I still pay it.
1: through Your, your parents just aren't paying it.
2: Exactly. That's fine. Yeah. What's your relationship with your parents like? Um, It's a questionable relationship, I would say. Um, Let's see. I visited my... Dad they're left. separate. Yeah, they're... Se- they, so Separated and still alive. <laughs> yes, they're still alive. Different than you. Different. Uh, Mine are <laughs> married and dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just all laughing. Oh, my God. So morbid. Um, well, I mean, hi, welcome. <laughs> I know. Also me. Yeah, T. Yeah, hello. Um, so I moved to New York City about four years ago, and... Like, literally a week before I moved here, I got a knock on the door on the apartment. And, by the way, like, the apartment was in a secured building. Uh, Molly and I were dorm parents at the school, Shattuck-St. Mary's. So I was like, who is that? Like, how do they get in? And how do they know we're here? It's my mom. Oh. I open the door, and my mom comes in, and she just starts crying. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God, like, what's wrong? And she's like, Dad and I separated and i was like that's good yeah you know like thinking of after like years of like screaming growing up in a household um that was rough yeah that was rough i was like this is good yeah 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 but she did not like that and it quickly turned did you give her an Allen on pamphlet <laughs> no, you know, next
0: time she talks to you, you can just I'll I'll tweet you or like oh, tweet. I don't have a tweet. Text. You're so young, so I thought. What do young people say these so days? I don't have tweet. I'll tweet. I'll
1: Snapchat. I'll Snapchat. I don't right I'll
0: snap chat. I don't yeah, I'll have snap. Twitter. I actually am really bad at Twitter. I I had it and I hated it because it's, it was just about one-liners and mm. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I only
1: ever had Twitter once for a short while. I was in Sweden and the New Orleans Opera House was like, you'll do our Twitter while you're here. What? Yeah, <laughs> while I was like working on a show and i was like okay this is fun i get temporary twitter so i put it on my phone Uh i signed into their account Mm -hmm. and the first night i did a tweet and i wrote a whole story and then i couldn't post it because you'd written 500 characters yeah more than that and then i like was like well then i'm not doing this (laughs)
2: yeah
0: Yes, yes, that is so correct. That is literally, that is absolutely you. No, I'm not gonna do it then. Like, if I can't give a full dramaturgical response to my experience at this moment, then fuck you. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Yeah, Twitter is truly beyond me. Anyhow, I'll
0: text you um, like the, uh, like the, whatever they call it, like the
2: detach with love. Where are you
1: from? This Minnesota is that where Saint Olaf was?
2: Yeah, so I grew up um, in Apple Valley, Minnesota, which is like 20 minutes south of Minneapolis. And not then, so bad. That's nice. Yeah, not so bad. With siblings. I used to. Yes, I'm the oldest of four kids. I know Apple Valley, by the way. You do. My sister and her
0: girlfriend live in Minneapolis. As does Jeremy and, I'm uh, sorry, Jeremy's family. <laughs> Jeremy's family. Well, I was saying Jeremy's sister and her girlfriend also live in Minneapolis, and oh. he grew up in, like, you know, this depressing, it's, like, the most depressing place I've ever been in my life. You um, so, like, <laughs> grew up, like, on
1: Dorothy's farm in black and white.
0: Yeah, my, yeah, Jeremy literally grew <laughs> up, <laughs> like, in worse than Dorothy's farm in black and white, because at least there, there was, like, <gasps> farmhands who were nice to her.
2: Yeah. Instead
0: of, like, oh the end of, I said it was, like, the end of Brokeback Mountain, but worse.
2: Because
0: it's just, like, a, a ranch-style house, and worse than a Brokeback, at least, it's a two-story home. Um... <laughs> What?
1: Charming house. It was a nice house. Bloody shirts hanging in a closet. Yeah, with a (laughs) bloody shirt hanging
0: in a closet. Take a deep whiff and remember love. Just
1: the one.
0: Um, yeah. Um, So you grew up in Apple Valley. I know where it is. Siblings? Yes.
2: Yes. I have a sister who is 24. 24, is that true? Yes. I'm 26. She's 24. She does competitive kick line.
1: Oh. Yeah. Is that like Rockettes?
2: Uh, maybe kind of a little bit. There's a lot, there's a lot of kicks. Yeah. Like Rockettes. Well, and you seem pretty mobile. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm thinking
0: about just like hip joints and genetics, you know? Yeah. So did you and your sister grow up dancing together at all? I mean, you're only two years
2: older than her. Yeah. Well, so
0: were you, like, taking a, a tap or what
2: have you at a Dolly Dinkle? <laughs> I went to uh, this dance, we both did, uh, we went to this dance studio called Heartbeat. Uh-huh. Heartbeat. Uh-huh. Heartbeat. And my mom totally put me in one of those, uh, like, hour-long classes where it's, like, you do a little bit of, like, jazz, mm-hmm, yeah. whatever the teacher thinks, mm-hmm. like, jazz is, and then right. a little bit of tap and a little bit of ballet. Mm-hmm. Um, but early on, sounds
1: up my alley. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I lied literally as your career. Exactly, yeah. It's tap. Never know. No. Or jazz. So it's oh. really just a ballet. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so good. so well, good. I was thinking of Lars. You know, jazz. Oh, yeah, I had a
1: jazz moment.
2: Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, oh, come I'm, on. You're good. I'm just. I was just thinking that. So, in like first or second grade, I made up this lie though to my mom. Um, about why I had to quit dance class. Like, the reality was I just, like, actually hated, like, the leotards. Mm -hmm. Like, I already, like, early on, like, hated, like, the constriction of, like, a leotard. But I told my mom that I had to quit dance because the fluorescent lights were giving me How old were you? I was, like, in first or second grade. And my mom, like, was furious because she, both my mom and my dad were both working they each had a full time job, and then they each had a part time job, and then there was like three younger siblings. So she was kind of like, "How dare
1: you?"
2: Oh boy! <laughs> like I work money and I work till I'm have. half dead,
0: <laughs> and what do I get? A daughter. <laughs> 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 That's a line from Mommy dearest which you know I can quote the whole thing. And then you were like, It's applicable. Change that last word around, mommy. <laughs> you don't have a daughter. Yeah, right? Watch Watch
2: out. <laughs> Watch as I rebirth myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. Oh. That's what You know what? It's funny that you say that because growing up too, when I was little, my mom would always actually ask, like, Do you think you're a boy?
1: Really? Wow. Starting when?
2: When I was really little. Like... I would probably say, like, girl in, like, first, second grade. And I, like, bring that up to her now. and it's like, that?
1: What instigated the question?
2: I don't know. I was... Because Ash was walking around saying, I'm
0: a boy, I'm a boy. <laughs> I'm a boy. <laughs> I was like, I'm a boy. I mean, I walked around saying, I'm a girl. It, yeah. For, yeah. The, I was. And your parents
1: were like, you're not. <laughs>
0: well, my parents, my parents were like, no, you're not. And then when I, my mom and I would be alone, she'd be like, okay. I mean, it was really... Right. It was like I guess you're my best girlfriend, daughter, son, you know. Mm.
2: Anyhow, it's complicated. It will be yeah. Well, It can be. Yeah. I guess anytime <laughs> talking about that too, it gets complicated because then you start feeding into this like whole origin story mm-hmm. of like, when did you know you were queer or trans? And right away. Yeah, and it's just right away. <sighs> it had nothing to do with my mother. I knew I was queer at. Right. The-